Hi, this is Steve Nerlich, and this is Implausible Engineering, Episode 9, Building a Telescope Big Enough to See Aliens on Their Homeworld. Starting with the practicalities, to see life on another planet, it first has to be visible. So, for example, subterranean or nocturnal life may not be visible from 10 metres away, let alone from across the galaxy. Similarly, if the exoplanet has a dense cloud cover, well, forget it. So, let's try and refine the issue here. If it is possible to see an exoplanet's alien life forms from orbit, then yes, we should be able to build a telescope big enough to see them from across the galaxy. Of course, to see the fine detail of an exoplanet's surface, you need to visualise that planet as a very high-resolution image. So your telescope needs very high resolving power. At a simple level, the bigger your aperture, for example, the bigger the mirror of a reflector telescope, then the more resolution you'll achieve. Of course, that's not the full story. You can also use magnification to resolve fine details, which you achieve by increasing the telescope's focal length. But the more you do that, the dimmer the image becomes. So to get around that, you either have to further enlarge your aperture, or you need a longer exposure to your target image. Since everything is moving in the universe, that means your telescope needs the capacity to track. That is, it needs to move in order to remain precisely locked on a moving target. And we should note that the further away your target is, the faster it's going to slip out of your magnified and narrowed field of view. In other words, more magnification requires more precise tracking. All these features are pretty routine technology these days, but we're yet to apply them to the huge scale apertures we may need to visualise the surface of a distant exoplanet. A relatively detailed picture of the Earth has been captured by our spacecraft that have left orbit, for example the blue marble image that was captured by the crew of Apollo 17. The blue marble is just an unmagnified photo taken by a camera where the resolution of that image is around 35 kilometres per pixel. It's been calculated that an alien telescope in the Alpha Centauri system would need an aperture of 600 kilometres in diameter to achieve that same resolution of Earth from Alpha Centauri. So, that's a 600 kilometre diameter mirror just to capture a high-resolution image from four light-years away, over which you can then apply magnification and use tracking technologies to get a real close-up view of what's happening on the surface. Of course, that just works for an exoplanet that's four light-years away. But with that much theoretically possible, there's nothing to stop you from theoretically scaling it up further to view more distant targets. There's just some pretty extreme engineering challenges to overcome. A mirror of 600 kilometres in diameter would require the land area of Ecuador or New Zealand, so it's probably better to build it in space. This also helps in reducing issues with gravity affecting the mirror's geometry and its structural integrity, plus you don't have to peer through Earth's atmosphere. 
Nonetheless, you'll still have problems when you try to track distant objects. When you have a dish of 600 kilometers diameter, a force applied at one point to turn it will take quite a time to work through the whole structure, so the dish would initially warp before it turned. So you actually need actuators distributed at close intervals right across the structure that are all coordinated to work in unison. And once you go down that road, why not just forget about one big dish and instead build an array of hundreds of closely spaced mirror segments? That infrastructure would be vastly simpler to maintain in the face of occasional micrometeorite collisions, since you could just swap out one unit rather than having to repair and realign the whole structure. The manufacture is also simpler, since you could just produce lots of identical small flat mirrors with their own thrusters, so they can move around independently, able to organise themselves into the shape of one giant parabolic dish, which can move to track distant objects as though it was a single structure. And you can choose between having very closely spaced units to make up one big mirror versus spreading them out to have an apparent aperture with a much larger diameter. This makes your telescope more of an interferometer, but with some clever data processing, you would have an even more powerful virtual telescope, sacrificing the capture of an integrated image in favour of more raw data collection. And would this giant space telescope be insanely expensive, both to build and maintain? Heck yeah! But when has that ever got in the way of an episode of implausible engineering?